Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Did you hear what Kyrie happened to say uh, last night after the victory over the Lakers? I did. Uh, Let's play it for the people. Not, this is re- this is remarkable to me. Not every player has the desire to play. Here's Kyrie. I see it from both sides, and I and I have to sit in the middle and just say we have things in in the works right now that we talk about. But all in all, everybody's body is different. Everybody's will to play is different, and everybody's desire to be out there is different. Now, body, I understand, right? If you're saying just physically, I'm worn down. Everybody's desire to play is different. You're getting paid. A fortune of money. You're going out there and playing a kid's game. You're treated like a Greek god. And everybody's desire to play is different. I think this. I think that's a big statement from Kyrie. It's definitely a big statement. But, I mean, this is, this is all stuff that's going to be talked about during the next collective bargaining. I mean, Kyrie is the vice president of the Players, Players. Association. Yep. Right. So, I mean, this is, this is something that both sides are going to have to figure out. Because the players aren't, I mean, the players like the amount of money that they're getting paid. So this whole notion that they're going to cut back on the 82 games, I have a hard time believing that. So, yeah, you're right. Like the whole, you know, everyone's body is different. And guys, I mean, you're trying to get the guys to play as many games as possible. And if that means sacrificing a game here or there to make sure these guys stay healthy, I completely understand that. That's fine. But the whole idea that guys guys aren't willing or have any interest in playing every game is a problem for the players. Right. Now, listen, like LeBron last night, ankle issue, back-to-back, too much for him, advanced age. I, I get it. Makes sense to me, right? Tonight, they're they're on national television. It's at the Garden. I, I fully get that. But that's not what I'm bothered by with that statement. What I'm bothered by is he makes it sound like you could wake up on a Wednesday and just be like, yeah, you know what? I have no interest in playing basketball tonight. I think that's I think that's a real indictment on, on him and on players around the league that that Maybe that goes on more than we think. The guys just don't want to play basketball. I think it's a real indictment on the league because that's a—I mean—that's a foreign concept to me playing in the NHL. Like, yeah, there are plenty of nights like I'm telling, like a back-to-back or whatever it is. You feel like crap. Your legs—you know—you had no legs, and you just like physically, you just feel like garbage. But there was never a thought that I'm not gonna—I'm not gonna play. Or I'm gonna bow out of this one. So this, I mean, you were a guy that would have done anything to play, and you, you say you'd go back Still and would. give up everything to go back and play. How much does that bother you? More, more than me. It doesn't even matter what I think. How much does it bother you to hear him say something like that? It drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. Like, I don't like that is something that makes no sense with the amount of how they treat us, the amount of money we're paid. Like just, to, but it, just as a competitor, forget the money. Like, I, I don't even care if I was getting paid or not. Like, if I got, you know, you're playing a team sport, your teammates are counting on you, you're trying to win all these games. It's like you wake up one morning and you yeah, don't really feel like playing this one, and you're going to decide you don't want to play now. 
Like we pride ourselves on on playing through. You you say we pride ourselves? Clearly not. Well, we do. I mean, you talk about a sport where Brock Nelson pulled his tooth out off the bench. Like right. we pride ourselves on hockey being the, players being... play. Yeah, yeah, we're because we're it's it's bigger than us. You're there for your teammates. Like they're counting on you, and you sacrifice for those guys. Now, if you're injured, that's completely different. But that's not what I'm talking about. That's not what he said. Let's let's hear that again, RJ. That not every player has the desire to play every night. I see it from both sides, and I and I have to sit in the middle and just say we have things in in the works right now that we talk about. But all in all, everybody's body is different, everybody's will to play is different, and everybody's desire to be out there is different. So that so okay, body different. If your will to play, I, how about this? I'll make it simple for you. If your will to play does not involve playing every game that you physically can play, then I don't want you on my team. How about that? I agree. How about that one? I, I think it's an, I think it's that 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 twelve second soundbite has so much in it because if your body shuts down and you can't play or you're just too exhausted or whatever the case may be, I have no issue with that. I'm not judging that. But if you don't have the desire to play, then what are, what are we doing here? Well, I mean, you see what what what's happening here with the, the NBA. The, the NBA is it's I mean it's it's a bad situation right now. It's a terrible situation. You've heard plenty of people say it. I mean, Charles Barkley said it. Stephen A. has said this for a while now. Well, how do you fix it? The the owners are fed up. I don't know how you fix it because you can't tell. I mean, you can't tell a player that there's nothing wrong with him. If you want I me mean, as a player, if you want to miss a game, you can miss a game. Right. There's always a, a, an issue. And, and by the way, this whole this joke. Well, they're going to reevaluate LeBron and see what he is tonight. See if he can give it a go and play. You don't think LeBron's going to play tonight? I would imagine he's probably going to play tonight, yeah. Of course. of course. Now, by the way, this portion of the show is driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford Group in the Northeast. Huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. You think we're the only ones bothered by that and it's just a non-issue? I think the owners of the league are bothered by that. I bet the coaches are bothered by that. I bet the GMs are bothered by that. But you think that players would hear what he said and say, yeah, do you know what? That's right. Not every day do I wake up and think to myself, I want to go play basketball. I think that's probably one of those things that you would say to him in a, in a quiet moment. Like, I probably keep stuff like that to yourself. This is going to be a pro- This is going to end up being a real problem for us. And the fact that you just you just said that is not great. Why would he say that? I, I think he was just being truthful in the moment. I, I think he is being truthful. But I mean, that's that's a that's a that's a bad thing to say. Yeah, man, I just don't, I don't get it. I mean, I, and listen, I was hurt a lot, and that stunk, and all I really wanted to do was play, but, I mean, there's a pride that you take in being available for your guys every night, if you can be, if your body allows it. And if if you can't, like, if it's, you know, something is, is really wrong, then you don't play. Or if you're an older guy or whatever it is, like, we have a plan to make sure that you're healthy in the most important part of the season, that's fine, but don't make it as a, you know, this... This I'm just not willing to play tonight. Like I just say, I'm fine. What? Body feels good. I just don't really. Well, you remember feel like the playing. old like the old saying, and I don't think it's, like he he said this. I don't think it's like a saying, but it's something he said. Uh, Joe DiMaggio, and he was asked, you know, later on in his career, why why do you always go out there and like give everything you have and try as hard as you can and and so motivated? And he said, why? Because somebody's going to the stadium for the first time that that's going to be their first impression of seeing me. And basically, Kyrie's just saying, well, whatever, whatever. And, and I'm not blaming him specifically if this is, you know, he's the mouthpiece of other players. But, you know, baseball is not a, a game where they barely play. I mean, DiMaggio said that when they're playing 154 games a season. 
and it's every single day, and it's probably not the elite travel, and it's probably train travel, pre-air conditioning. Like, I'm sure it wasn't great scenario and situations, and he went out there, and because that was the obligation and the expectation, he played, and they played every single day. And hockey players do it. Yeah, I think there's a happy medium. I mean, I just listen. I mean, there's a way, like with the advanced science and everything else, I think there's a way to do it where you shouldn't have to sacrifice the games. Like, there should be a way to, to get your rest and not miss a bunch of games. Clearly, the NBA is broken right now. Clearly, right. it's broken. Yeah, they, they are broken. They're, they're in for a fight with the owners about this because it's not fair to... I mean, we talk about that Jimmy Butler thing where the kid found out that Jimmy Butler wasn't playing. Like, there has to be a way. And this is... You know, it, the, the problem is, too... I mean, it's, it was... It's instilled in you. Like, it's just something like... It, it's just... A, it's part of your makeup. Is And I think it's it's the beauty of, of hockey and why I love it so much. It's just you, you felt like... You, you owed it to the guys in that locker room to be available when you could. Regardless, like, I mean, it's just how you felt. Because there's plenty of times you don't feel great. I'm sure you never feel great. Or you got stuff going on. I'm sure you never feel great. I mean, how many times do you wake up in the morning at 3 o'clock and not feel great doing the show? All the time. Uh, okay. And what do you do? You, get, you, 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 you put on your pants, you drive to the studio, you sit down in front of the chair, and you do the best you can, and you have fun, and you enjoy it. And you try to block out the fact that you don't feel well, right? Yeah. Because, because again, I mean, it's, it's our show. It's, I mean, it's the four of us. That's right. Uh, let's hear another little soundbite from Kyrie about uh, ongoing conversations between uh, players and the owners and how to solve this loan, load management issue. Definitely taking the necessary steps of having the conversations with the NBA about what it looks like for the quote-unquote star players missing games or the superstar players not necessarily being available. It's a long season, man. It's a grinded-out season, 82 games. It's a lot on our bodies. I will not complain about it because I put my body in a great position every day, but it takes a lot of people a long time to figure out what their routine looks like at a very high level. There's a figuring-out process, basically, what I'm saying from the NBA side and the MBPA side on how we can reconcile some of these issues that the fans bring up or the media bring up or people bring up of why people aren't available. You know, I thought he was going to say, um, I'm not going to complain about it because we get paid millions of dollars to play a kid's game. <laughs> was, I'm not going to complain because I keep myself in elite shape. Well, no, but I don't think he's, I don't think he's wrong. I think that's part of it, though. I, I mean, it is, it, it is a, there is a feeling out process to try to get, because a lot of us just feel like if some is good, more is better, and then you beat the crap out of yourself. Like you always ask me, or people always ask me, how come, you know, today's professional athletes are always injured? It's because they do too much. Like, you're talking about guys who are like baseball players taking a thousand swings before they get on the field. Like, it's, it's trying to find that, that sweet spot where you're getting your work but, not, but you're not, you know, wearing yourself out or breaking yourself down because the most important stuff is the games. Um, I, I just don't – there has to be a better way than having these guys miss games. There has to be. Well, let's go to some calls. 1-800-919-3776. Tim in Queens. Good morning, Tim. You're on 98.7. Hey, good morning, Dave, Rick. Um, pleasure to finally be on the show. First time caller, long time listener. Uh, what I would like to say is these NBA players, you know, they're privileged. You know, they're driven by money. So I think one of the ways to incentivize them to playing more games is, you know, bonus checks or something like uh you play this many games, you get this much money. You know, some players do it because they're driven and they want to play. But other players, after they get to that level of, you know, that, that stature where they feel that, you know, they're just that that much above the game or so, they want to pick and choose their spots when they want to shine and when they want to just be, you know, but they always want to be loved. But let me so, ask you this, Tim. Let me ask you I this, okay? 
hang on, Rick, one one second. Yep. What what happens if a guy is legitimately hurt? Like you're you're gonna you're gonna penalize them for not playing, but what happens if a guy Kevin Durant tears his Achilles? Now he can't play. Now 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 what? Like, are you going to determine what injuries you're going to get paid for and what injuries or ailments you're not going to get paid for? Well, that would be part of the negotiating process. So if you are legitimately hurt, then maybe you don't get all of that guarantee. But if you, if, you know, if you meet a certain obligation or a certain amount of games that you were able to play prior to, then this is, this is the percentage of what you can get. Instead of the full 100% up, you know what? You played up until, say, 40 games? Yeah, the players aren't going to go for that. They're never going to agree to that. Players aren't going to go for that. And plus the GMs and, and owners, as, as pissed off as the owners are, though. Like, you're a GM, you're trying to win a championship. If I got a guy who who has a, a legitimate concern that his hamstring is, you know, is tight or something where, you know, God forbid I'm pushing him to go out there, so or he's pushing himself to go out there because he wants to hit one of these stupid bonuses and ends up ripping his hamstring or something, and I lose him for the rest of the season. You don't want that either. What I don't like is I've heard from a bunch of different people is that the reason why these guys sit out as opposed to just play like, you know, if it's, if it's a if it's a load management day where they're dressed and they play, you know, 15 minutes or whatever it is, they don't want to do that because it affects their averages. That's why they don't do it. Well, so they won't go out there and give you anything because they don't want their 27-point average to, to, to plummet down. Correct. Mm-hmm. That's, see, that to me is very selfish. Exactly right. Well, so is, so is just showing up one day and feeling like you don't want to play and not playing. Right. It's also selfish. Right. And, and you know, it's, it's a new thing, too. This, this was never the way. No, this was never the way because you just, I mean, it, there was a pride to play, in, to play in all these games. Like, what would, like, what I would mean, you look say? At the this goalies. is the last. Like, look at the, Dave, look at the goalies back in the day. Marty Brodeur played almost every single game. And, and, now, and go I, I got to tell you, I never question the hockey player, ever. The hockey players play. That's what they do. It's in their DNA. Right, Shisirkin doesn't play what twenty games. I, I, I never judge him for that. I think I think baseball players. I feel the same thing. Right? How about Lindor down the stretch? Get you taking it? Nope. I'm not taking a day. And now this guy comes out here and says, and I'm not specifically blaming Kyrie. I think he's the mouthpiece for the players. It feels like basketball players are not as desperate to play all the time as other sports are. Other athletes part, are. Well, here's the thing though, too. I think part of the problem is, I mean, he wants to talk about uh, you know money incentivizing guys to play. It's that they they make too much money already. They already have enough money. It's the problem, right? Like, why are you gonna be? I mean, you're desperate to play. Why are you so desperate to play? You have, I mean, you already, you already have uh, enough money that you won't be able to spend. The elite basketball player is making what forty, fifty, sixty million dollars. Fifty, yeah, yeah. So, so he's gonna go out there and, and bust his butt to play eighty-two games or eighty games or seventy-seven games? No, he doesn't have to. No, he doesn't have to. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. I don't want to take too much credit for it, but I think I set it up in such a way that people want to get involved now. I don't disagree. Oh, that's nice. Well, I don't know how many I don't have how many times I have to tell you that. Or I have to fawn over you and how great you are and how much I love you. You know what? It's nice to face. hear it every once in, every once in a while. Wait, but it's like every hour. No, it's not every hour. I get I take shots from you all over the place. Every once in a while, it's nice to hear how you feel, how you truly feel, that you do care, that you do love me. Would you like to be my friend? Because I'm a loser. I'm hesitant to give you give you everything that that I have though. Why? Well, because I don't let like yourself you go. Everything. Well, yeah, but if I let myself go and you don't let yourself go, it's I mean, that, and it's it a one-sided a, relationship. It puts me in a tough spot. Yeah, I understand. Anyhow, I've set it up so beautifully. We have calls all over the place. Let's get to them. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. He called before and he couldn't handle it. It was too big for him. Let's see if he can do better now. Coop in the car. Good morning, Coop. Good morning, guys. Hey, look, man, I just want to rectify something for RJ. He did tell me no Wi-Fi, no Bluetooth. I got out of the car to get some coffee while y'all guys took a break, got back on, the, got back in the car, the Bluetooth was on. So it wasn't his fault. I think you owe him an apology on that. Uh, you know now, what? I have tremendous yeah. respect for you calling and owning that you're the one that screwed up. RJ, if I accused you of something untrue, I apologize. Well, I Thank appreciate that. Much. And I told Coop, you know what? Because you apologized, I, I was willing to just take that one. But but Coop's a, a nice man. You were going to take it, huh? Yeah, I, I had to do that. I love you guys. You know, and look, y'all y'all are by far the best radio show in the morning times. Your whole, the whole broadcast with ESPN, y'all are great. I love all of you guys. I can't choose. I really can't. I love all of you. From morning to evening time, y'all make my day, and so do y'all make so many other fans' day. All right. Um, you know what? Enough. Enough. You love this. You love that. Who do you like better, us or the K-Show? Right now, right here. Oh, my God. Don't make me make that decision. Come on. Don't. Don't. <laughs> Who is it? Don't make me make, don't make, me make you gotta decision choose. like that. You got you, ha- you have to choose. Who is it? You're not going to be mad at me. Uh, we could if potentially hang up right away, but who is it? <laughs> hey, look, man, look, man, I love Barton Hans. I'm not going to sit up here and tell What's a lot. What's the answer, Coop? Barton Hans, man. I like Hans. And I, I like Barton Hans, man. That's my answer, baby. Final answer. I'm right, you're sorry. De- you're, de- you're dead to me. Go ahead. What do you have for Rick? All right. Well, I got for this right here. Um, look, I think that all players should play if they're able to play. I really do. I think that we pay money for your for your youth, for your uh, jerseys, for everything. We support y'all. 
and we want to see you when you come to our state. We want to make sure that, you know, if LeBron is in Brooklyn, he's going to play in Brooklyn. You know, not because I don't want to play, but if he's hurt, I can understand that. But the fans are looking forward to seeing you, especially the kids. You know, so don't 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 disappoint the fans because you feel like you don't want you don't have to play. I feel that you should play to support the people that support you. And also about Aaron Rodgers, he needs to come to New York. He needs to be in the Jets for these two years. I believe just what Greeny said that if they do get Aaron Rodgers, he will get us to a championship. He will get the Jets there. Trust me, I, I, I know that. You know what I mean? Because he's a leader. He can shape and mold the place to his perfection. Well, I, I don't know what, anything I believe the Coop says anymore. Yeah, I can't trust him anymore. I appreciate no. that he, uh, I mean, he, he. At least he was honest, but Bart, took Bart, responsibility, and, but Bart and Hans, by I the way. I didn't see that. I didn't see, I don't even know who Hans is. Like from the Mighty Ducks. Hans, Hans and Franz, remember from uh, Sunday Night Live. Yeah, we had to pop. Yeah, the pop you up. I'm Hans, and this is Franz. Um, uh, listen, I, I hate to burst people's bubbles, and I don't. I'm not saying this to be uh, to be mean or nasty. The thought that players feel this oh, this, this is going to be very upsetting. Need to play for the fans is not true. So you see kids at the game, right? but you play when you played when they wanted you to play if you could. Well, listen, I would play. I would ask to play when they did want me to play. Right. So, so I can't even ask you this question. The fact that you could be a professional player and not want to get out there when you see eighteen thousand screaming fans and little kids holding up a sign of "We want to see you," I I will never understand that. It's not the priority. It's it. Listen, it's great, and I mean, it was. It's you know one of one of my fondest memories. It's still to this day. Like I have a kid that comes up to me and asks me for an autograph. It's it's. I was that kid. I was that kid. And so to have you know, have you know, the chance to be be that player that has that opportunity. Dude, I got fined for staying on the ice too long throwing pucks to fans. Like I loved it. But that is on the list of priorities, that is not at the top of of the list that I need to be out there because there's people that are, are here to watch me. Well, that's kind of disappointing, to be honest with you. Let's go to D in Queens. D you're on ninety eight seven. Hello, Hello D. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, I have the player's perspective. For once, I'm actually going to defend Tyree. Like, straight up and down, like, the NBA is going to switch the one-and-done rule for a reason. It's because these kids play too much ball in high school and college and so on and so forth, and their bodies are broken by the time they come to the NBA. And as for the players that are there now, listen, all these guys just this year played in an international tournament. This is a cynical argument that's not being discussed how these guys are playing too much basketball in the summer and they're burnt out by the time the regular season comes. And people talk about for the fans, for the fans, they're doing a lot of that stuff for free. They're not getting paid for that stuff. And the, the owners and all that want to expand yeah, but the it's their game choice, nationally. Though, they don't, oh, they don't need to play choice, in that though, stuff, D. though. That, that's their choice, man. I, I get what you're saying. Okay, you're and if they don't, then it's a patriotic thing for a lot of them because we have well, a lot no, of listen, I play, players in the league. Listen, dude, I played in all the world championships and everything else because I chose to play in the world championships. Right, but I mean, I, I, I also I also understood that I was you know I was now not going to have as much time off, and it's something that I wanted to I mean, do. But it didn't mean that I was going to come the next season. But the owners want it both ways. They want to grow the game internationally, and they want these guys to come and play during the league. Yeah, because so they, they pay them owners. forty, fifty million bucks a year. D. The expectation is if I'm paying you that much money, you show up and play for game. You play in games that you can play physically play in. 
Not that you wake up one morning and your body's fine and everything's fine and you just don't feel like playing. Yeah, you can't get mentally focused to play in the game. We're not saying if you're hurt, you should play. If, if you're on the verge of pulling a hamstring, if you feel tightness in your quad, that you should push yourself and play. But if you're healthy and you choose not to play, that's where, at least for me, Rick, I draw the line. I have a real problem with that. You yeah, know but here's you're... the thing, though. But, but here's the thing, though. I don't care what the owners think or what the GM thinks or what the coach thinks. It's what your teammates think and what they expect. Well, obviously they don't care. Well, that's a bigger problem because my expectation was if you're in the locker room and you're healthy, you should play. Not that you just don't. Everything is fine. I just don't. You know what? Tonight, I just don't. I don't feel like playing. Go play an individual sport. And then how, how is that fair for the Knicks, too? Like, when, when you actually boil it down to what we get locally. So if you have back-to-back in Brooklyn and New York, and you can only play in one, or the team only wants you to play in one, or you're feeling a, a soreness or a, or a hamstring or a, a tightness somewhere, where do you think you're going to play? In the Garden or in Brooklyn? Or are you going to want? I mean, if it's your choice, you're playing in the Garden. Exactly. So how is that fair? The whole balance now is off in the league. We talked about it yesterday. That's a problem, man. I mean, this is going to be something that the owners are going to have a real issue with. It's ridiculous is what it is. Come CBA time. I say it to parents all the time, man. I have this conversation with parents all the time. Their kids play too much. Name the sport. You see with baseball, it's the same thing. It's all year, year round. And if they're not playing it, they're training for it. And by the time, I mean, by the time you do or you're lucky enough to be in college or play pros, you play so you burnt out, man. It's just I, I get it, it a but, break. but Rick, but here's the thing: when it's your job and it's your livelihood, it is now but different. different. It but is different. But don't use that as the but don't use that as the excuse, though. D was using it as the excuse. Oh no, please! But they if play you, so much basketball growing up. Yeah, to get to this point, right? Exactly. Now, this isn't the this time is the to end to the means. I mean, how about doctors? What do they do? They they work a uh, hundred hours a week in crazy shifts and get like three dollars an hour to get to the point where you get paid through the nose, right? Yeah, but dude, listen, it, it's it's what it takes to get to this point, and this is not. It, it shouldn't be that okay. I made it, and now I can relax and just get paid. And if I want to play, I'll play. If I don't, then. That's okay. And, and you know what? If it's such a massive problem, then then go to the NBA and have a negotiation and say we'll play sixty games and we'll we'll deduct take less money. Right? We'll make less money. Yeah, but they don't want it. They want both sides. They right. Want so they want to play. They want to play sixty games and get eighty-two game money is what they want. Right. And the, but the teams are to blame too, though, because they're also because with sports medicine and everything else, sports science is they're also trying to keep these guys at peak performance and healthy for. The playoffs, so they are. I mean, they're telling them to take days off, too. And you know what else? And, and the elite players can do it on the elite teams because they know they're going to be there. You can't give Julius Randle a night off. I don't think Julius Randle would take the night off. Uh, understood, but you but you can't. Like no, you You're can't not in a position to. where you could afford right. to do that. You could do it with Jimmy Butler. You could do it with Kyrie Irving. You could do it with Kevin Durant. You can't do it with certain teams and certain players. Right. So that's unfair as well. The whole, the whole thing doesn't make sense. they got to figure it out, and I don't know what they do. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at D.
DR on ESPN. Not judging if you're hurt or if you're on the verge of, of injury or something's not feeling right to not play. But because you're just not interested or you're a little bit fatigued or you just don't want to play or you don't have the will, that to me is where I draw the line. You know, I'm sorry. Get out there and go play. Yeah, I think that's the I mean, that's the troubling part of that that soundbite. Is it everyone's body's different, everyone's dealing with something and how you know, guys need rest from certain days to just try to maintain their their ability to play. But like, the fact that you, I mean, just aren't willing to play on a certain night is, that, that's a problem. It's it's a big problem. Uh, and I think most people are going to have a, a big problem because I think most people this morning got up and I'm sure a lot of people said, you know, and I don't really feel like going to work, but what I, I go to work because it's what I do, right? It's who I am and it's how I make my money. And to hear that there are people that just, well, I don't, I don't want to. When you're playing a kid's game, and I get it, it's work, right? It goes from... Or just have the ability to do it, though. That's, I mean, that's a problem I would have, is that you have the ability to do it. Like, there's no repercussions. It's just, I don't want to play, I'll make something up, or I'll just say, I don't want to play, and what are you going to do? Right, 100%. Let's go Guys to... making uh, 40, I mean... You're making half a million dollars for the game. Right, I mean, you're talking <laughs> right? about, I mean... Dude, like, I'm looking at some of the salaries. Like, next year, Steph Curry makes almost 52 million bucks a year. Then it goes up to almost 56, and then almost 60. I mean, that's. I mean, you're approaching a million dollars a game territory. Craziness. Crazy. And then, well, I don't want to play. Why? I just. I don't want to. Lou in uh, Westchester. Good morning, Lou. All right, guys. First off, let me just say this is my first time getting through to you guys. So you guys are way better than the Michael K. Show. That's first off. Thank you. And the the other day, I watched the uh, the uh, Mike and Mad Dog Thirty for Thirty, and it was an incredible documentary. I I, I remember listening to them. All that documentary did for me was wish that you guys stay together for a long freaking time because you guys got something special. Wow, that's Besides, very nice. I just, I just needed to say that. Besides that, this is disgusting what's going on right now. It, it's absolutely disgusting. People pay their hard-earned money to go out there and watch these people play, and they just don't want, and, and they don't want to play because of load management. It's never, it, it's never been a thing. It's never been a thing. I'd rather, if it was up to me, I would fire them all. And I'd rather see Jackie Moon out on the court, to be honest with you. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's absolutely incredible to me. There is nothing in this world that I wouldn't do to be able to play the game that I love and make millions of dollars doing it. And don't forget, don't forget Kyrie Irving with his – everyone's fired up about what he said now. Don't forget this, this is the same guy who called the common people uh, peasants and all of that stuff. They don't care. They got the zeros in their bank accounts. They don't I, I care th- about going out there and, 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 and supporting the fans. It's disgusting. I, I think what happens, Lou, and thanks for the, the real kind words in the call, I think, and, and this happens in every industry, I think when you start making a lot of money and things become easier, it's hard to remember how, how difficult it was back in the day. And you're not desperate to, to make the money anymore, and, and maybe you're not as desperate or, or willing to sacrifice what you used to be able to do. Yeah, listen, it, I mean... It's tough to eat when you're full. You know what I mean? Like it's it, there's something to be said for that. But it's just that. But it's also like, I think it's also something like as a young player too. Like when I came into the league, like it's just something that you like. There were certain expectations, and that's I mean that's that's leadership in the locker room. That just they 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 make you feel like you you have to be accountable to your teammates. And if you have if you have enough guys on one team that have the same mindset that it's okay to miss games because you don't feel like playing or whatever it is. Then that'll tri- that'll trickle through the team as opposed to you're on a team where leadership is you know we're a team that shows up we're a team that plays 
we're not a kind of team that's going to have you know guys that just don't want to play and aren't going to play. I mean that's because that, I mean that's really how you hold how you hold guys accountable. Not, not the coaches, not the management, the other players. No, there's this feeling that you're going to let you, you don't want to let your teammates down. Well, maybe it doesn't that, matter I mean, that, for a lot of these guys. Dude, like I mean, there was something about playing. I mean, you've heard all the time playing guilty. Like you go out the night before, you better show up, and you play guilty because you know, your teammates are counting on you. Like I know that's how I was taught. And maybe that's different now. My only my other question to you would be how does how does it get better though? I like don't how know. Like, because it's it's you can't tell a guy how he feels. There's always something you could tell a trainer to get you a night off if you wanted. But uh, travel's never been better, right? I mean, physical like the amount of, of oh, I mean, come medical. on, I mean, you know, th- it, it, people don't realize. Now, listen, I think it's a grind, and I'm not saying it's not. But you you, you have your own section of a plane, and you put your feet up and you sleep. You're not waiting online to check through security. No, there's none of the no de- delayed flights. You go to a five star hotel. If you're sore, if you're not feeling well, there's people that are going to rub you down and make you feel as good as humanly possible. Right? You're getting the the best food, the best everything. You don't have traffic going to a game. You're not sitting there trying to get into a stadium. Like all the things that the common folk have to deal with, they don't have to deal with any of those things. No, but I wouldn't even. But I wouldn't even start doing like the common four. I just mean just as far as like I mean trying to get optimal performance out of guys you're paying this much money. Like it's not going to get. I have a hard time believing it's going to get much better than it is now. How could it get better? So if if you haven't if you're dealing with this now, we're worried about keeping guys you know healthy and at their at their best. I think what most teams think, especially the ones that that can afford to to rest star players, just the, the load management stuff, is that all will be forgiven. If the plan does work and they win a championship, you know of what I mean. Like, but of course it will. If I told you right now Julius Randle plays forty-five games and next go to the conference finals, you wouldn't sign on for that. Of course you would. Of course you would. So if Steph Curry taking nights off or Jimmy Butler taking nights off or whoever taking nights off to better themselves and to better their chances of going far in the playoffs, and then eventually they capitalize on that, any fan would sign for that. And there's the disconnect: is that maybe the ends does justify the means? Maybe it does work. Well, I think they. But you're right, and I think that's part of the problem, though, is that it, it's it's everyone that's responsible for making these decisions is it, it, it's conflicting. Like fans want the guys to play every game, owners want guys to be available because they're sick of hearing from the fans that guys that the best players aren't available. I'm sure from TV partners, I'm sure from fans, all of it. They hear all that stuff and they want to respond to that. But at the same time, you're paying your GM and your coach to win as many games as possible and trying to win a championship. And if they're being told by the medical staff that the best way to do that and to maximize what we have here is to to load management to load manage, and this guy needs a couple days off here and a couple days off here. I know you're going to hate it, but he's got to sit for this game. It's it's conflicting interests. It's a real problem. I'll, I'll tell you how you fix it, and it'll never happen. Is you go sixty game schedule and pay them, you know, twenty percent less of what. Yeah, you but pay even them then, yeah, but even then they wouldn't play all sixty. So then you, they'd play forty. Or forty five. Yeah, well, they would just they would come up with some right. Then, then some way that, I, I don't know, but all I know is that five years ago, ten, this was not an issue. This was not even something we discussed. This is this is a new problem. Well, yeah, but I because I think that the more and more sports science that goes into it and trying to optimize everyone's um, performance is that they realize that you know getting a certain amount of rest is is beneficial. Like we were doing that stuff at the end of my career with sleep, like. Right. Normally we'd play, we'd play a game and then we would leave and we'd get home in the middle of the night and you'd go home, go to sleep and be fine. And now sleep experts would say, "Now that's not right. They need a legitimate, you know, they need, so we would stay in the city and sleep over. And then we'd and spend then, our day off the next morning. Yeah, we're traveling on the day off. I'm like, what the hell are we doing now? 
So now I'm going to get home in the middle of the afternoon for my day off as opposed to at least I get to sleep in my own bed. Well, you know, sleep science says, and it's like, hey, just so you guys know we have the day off tomorrow. How many guys do you think are going to go home and go to bed at 10 o'clock after the game? Zero? You know, the guy's going to go out and have a couple of drinks afterwards? Probably so. Let's go to Peter in Manhattan. Good morning, Peter. Good morning. Um, a little comment on um, what you guys are speaking about right now. I am a retired lieutenant from New York City's Fire Department and who worked in the Lower East Side during 9-11. And I just want to make a comment. I was in charge of 25 guys, and every single day we went to work for over two years thinking we were going to be killed or poisoned or blown up. And not one of my men ever missed a day of work. Not one guy. And the reason they didn't miss a day of work is because they didn't want to let down the other 25. And they didn't want to let down the city. So now you have professional athletes who make a lot of money who, since they're maybe 12, have been coddled and babied and told how great they are. And once they have the big numbers in the bank account, they're kind of looking at it like, well, you know what? I can do this. It's okay. And if they, whatever they do to me, I can still live off of what I have. And it's disappointing. It's kind of we've become a soft society where you look at a television show where people have absolutely no talent or anything like that. And they're the envy of every woman in the world and idolized and put on every magazine with absolutely no contribution to anything. And that's what we've become. And it's kind of sad. I mean, uh, we've become a very soft society. And just going back to what you guys were talking about, I really think that you guys are the best show on ESPN. If I can make one football comment. Yeah, go ahead. I think Espe- especially after saying we're the best, think, you certainly can. Go ahead. Well, you know, I've watched football and I see this intentional grounding play and it's kind of a dead play. It's kind of a do-over and it's kind of boring. And they'll call a penalty on it, but you can throw a ball 65 yards out of bounds and it'll be a no penalty and it'll just be called a thrown into the stands. And I don't understand that kills the game and slows it down just as well. Why don't they um, call a penalty on that? Why don't they change the rule for that? I think well, I think they have a pretty defined rule, Peter. Advantage. Thanks for the call and the, and the kind words. I, I think the, the rule is if you are outside the tackle box or if you reach yeah, it past the down, line of scrimmage, then, right, then they're going to they're yeah, well, allow that's that. That's the penal part of, ter- of intentional grounding It's the loss of down. Like uh, most penalties, you get the penalty and then you replay the down. In intentional grounding, you're not replaying the down. It's the loss of the down. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think it slows the game. An incomplete pass doesn't slow the game down. No, I don't think so either. There's plenty of other things that need to be fixed with the NFL and the officiating. Yes, absolutely there are. You know what right. I'll, say, I'll say? Let me say this, though, quickly oh, before we go. go to break. Yep. Outside of the physical strain, which is, I mean, it's it's a lot. Playing 82 games every other night, sometimes back, like back-to-backs is tough. Mentally is the toughest. Trying to get through the grind. It's the mental grind of the 82. I'm, I'm sure it is, but you're also being very handsomely right. rewarded for it. Right, but I, I think, but to his point, though, in charge of the 25 guys... But, I mean, at, at a certain point, that, that probably starts with him, too. Like, the leadership, the I'm organization. Sure he shows like, up every day. Like, this is what we're all about. And then the guys, you know, that trickles down to the rest of the team. But they've gotten away. I mean, listen, a lot of teams believe in this now. And now guys are taking advantage of it and probably abusing the ability to do it. And it's tough putting the genie back in the bottle now. And, and here we are. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.